Welcome to another episode of the Precision Health Pod, where we talk to the people building and experiencing the future of health. Today, we want to welcome Trent, one of the co-founders of Form, a next-generation home fitness company. Welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you here. Thanks, Rachel. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. We'd love to get started uh, in hearing a little bit more about how you got to where you are. What made you decide to to found the company? Uh, you know, obviously, um, everyone has as a founder. You know, you have your pain point. Um, and for me, it was it, I'd started working out at home, and it was great, but it took a lot of equipment. And how do I make this smaller? Um, so I created a digital weight machine, and and the other part was I had a personal trainer I loved working with. Um, but he was busy and my schedule was busy. It was, it was hard to kind of connect with him. And so I was ended up in this, I was either with him and it was great, or I was on my own. And how do you merge that? And how do you kind of keep that person in your life as you're, you're busy, you move around, um, your schedule changes. So I think all, all of those pieces kind of came together in, in what we developed it for. And I think I read it took you guys four uh, which, years. Which is, you know, personal training and yeah, sorry, good. No, um, I, it took you guys four years to go from concept to launch. So tell me a little bit more about the product and, and what you guys do. Uh, sure. So, you know, I, I, um, talk to any hardware founder and, you know, they have lots of scars to, to show. Uh, and, and that it's hard to build things, especially first time, um, especially with COVID and not being able to travel to Asia where our manufacturers are. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of time to make something to start and to test it and to make sure it's safe. Um, but it, it is also compounded by, you know, what the world's been like the past few years. So, um, I'd say all in from kind of idea to in my house, using it on, on a regular basis, it was almost six years. Um, and I'm relieved to say that when it got there, it was, it was as good as I hoped it was going to be. It wasn't, it, you know, there wasn't kind of a moment of, of, uh, disappointment, but it was, it was, it was great. It was everything I had hoped it was going to be. Um, and you know, that's a digital weight machine. Uh, it's it's um it's a mirror device with two arms that come out, and uh, it's all the weight training equipment you need. And then um, there's a big screen on it uh, where my trainer uh, shows up live um, or pre-recorded uh, as as makes sense for me. And where does the machine learning and AI and data piece really come in? So the the. I'd say there's a real focus for us on kind of human connection and, and non-AI and non-data, um, partly because uh, AI is, or technology in general, is very helpful in certain areas and not in others. Um, so it, for us, it's setting weights automatically. It's, it's, it's suggesting um, uh, certain types of workouts. It's workout builders. It's, it's repetitive things where computers do a lot better than, than humans. Um, but I think on Certainly on, on a computer vision perspective, it's not quite good enough yet. Um, it, it's good at matching patterns of saying you're not matching this, but when you're talking about why someone moves, how they move, it's still better for a human and and relationship matters. You know, the 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 reality is lifting X weight or X plus three percent or doing some other workout isn't the difference between health and not health. It's did you show up or not? And and really accountability, um, motivation, uh, having a relationship, uh, is a much bigger factor. And are you going to actually like come into the room and, 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 and do what you need to do? Um, so it's really the combination of the two, I think of, of choosing AI is great here. Technology is great here. You know, here's where it is human. Um, and how do you merge those two to fit, uh, someone's schedule more easily? So it sounds like you're really using technology to superpower the humans involved, both the trainers and the people that are, are showing up. 
Uh, is that kind of how you see the future of of home fitness, um, or do you see it evolving in in any other way? Uh, it is how I see it. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a, a futurist. I can't see too far out there. I, you know, I think you said it very elegantly. Um, I, you know, I think about myself and your personal opinion, but I'm not looking to have an AI doctor anytime soon. Um, that that might be wrong, right? I mean, you know, I, I get that uh, the answer may be better uh, with with technology, um, but I think there's there's still a lot there, especially whether it's you know. The, the loneliness uh, epidemic or work from home or any of these other things. We spend a lot of time on screens. We spend a lot of time on technology. Um, you know, it's even, I'd say, less frequent that you're seeing people and connecting with them. So, uh, you know, I think it is a combination. I think it is super powering. And, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of conversation around is AI going to replace everyone's jobs? And, and who knows? You know, I'm not a sci fi type of person, but I'd say that everything I've read that makes, you know, would, would lead me to believe that these will be combined right and it kind of there's a there's a there's a human element whether it's on the creative side or um in personal relationships and emotional where uh, you know the technology just is is not there um yet and may or may not get there i don't know but um so certainly for now um i'm a big proponent of of putting the person um in someone's life and then augmenting them with technology I'm in a hundred percent agreement. I'm not. I'm not interested in AI doctors or AI person trainers yet. Um, but it is something where I see it, um, and I think we all see it. Where it's adding efficiencies, it's superpowering the humans, uh, and I think that's kind of where the exciting pieces of it, as we think about the next couple of years, is how do we get better at putting people together, creating better connections, creating more efficiency from time, um, and then we'll see what happens. Technology is changing so quickly. Totally. I mean, you know, the uh, profiling genetics and other things much better with computers, not not so much you know, done by hand. Um, but I, I think that's what's exciting is health is is a bit of a black box. We have very little diagnostic, you know, ability, um, and we're starting that's starting to come. Whether it's you know precision um, health items, whether it's a CGM, you know, any body scans are getting kind of higher resolution. They're helpful um, for getting someone to start an exercise routine um, to motivate them to on track. I mean, the, one of the challenges that we have as a business is only 20% of Americans work out regularly. Um, and exercise has largely been a, uh, I think the main reason tends to be weight control. Um, even though that's not the, the right lever to, to pull when you're trying to do that, but like that's why people tend to work out. That's where a lot of the marketing is. I think now when we have more insight into people's health, um, you know, what are your genetics? What are you predisposed to? Um, what's your metabolic health look like? I anything that kind of technology is now allowing people to understand more and, and quantify where they are helps them understand exercise as a prescription into that and then other lifestyle interventions as well. So I think it's it's a jumping off point that, that I think is going to really help people think about their health in a more preventative way than kind of once they're sick. Uh, and that's, that's really exciting. And how does Forum think about having that conversation with people if only 20 percent of americans are working out you want to make it more of a conversation about health versus about weight um, which i'm a huge proponent of i work out for my mental health uh, more than anything um but how do you how do you kind of have that conversation with the market and and how do you think about evolving it over time it's a challenge without a doubt i mean i think the um you know change the narrative is changing culturally around what it is um 
I think if you see some of the more widely uh, quoted surveys, yeah, it, it was always weight control. And then during COVID, it became mental health. And, you know, this year it's starting to be longevity. And I, it's, um, it, it feels a little, uh, naive to say, Hey, you know, exercise is good for longevity when, you know, you, we all know that, but until it's articulated a certain way and, and a framework's there, um, it sounds like a new idea, even though it's not, uh, I think it's, um, like any, any activity that's preventative and um, and accumulates over time where there's kind of no pain for, for not doing it, it's easy to forget it. It's easy to ignore it until it's too late. Um, adding some urgency to it, adding some quantification to it uh, is, is a way of changing that. Um, you know, there's now a reason. And um, I, I noticed in my, you know, I have a, um, uh, a daughter is a little less than two years old. And, you know, just that process of becoming a parent uh changes the way I think about things, you know, and, and, um, so I'd say changing, changing it, changing the whole industry and why people do it. Um, it's, it, and you can't tell them it's for mental health is if you're not doing it already and noticing the difference, you don't acknowledge that it's a, it's a pretty, um, amorphous concept of mental health until you're like, wow, this is the best anxiety drug you can get is, you know, taking a walk or moving your body. And, and but you only learn that I think as a practitioner or as a participant, it's really hard to to show someone or tell someone that they need to experience it themselves, like with any experiential item. Um, so at least communicating, Hey, here's a diagnostic and, and this is going to go one direction. And the only way you can fix that, or there's a number of ways you can take some, some drugs or, or, or you can do this lifestyle thing. It, it, it's now a reason it makes sense. Whereas I think a lot of the historical marketing communication around burning calories and, uh, and and kind of weight and sort of idealized body shapes on on magazines. If you said you're doing exercise, it, 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 there was almost a vanity to it. It, it. it it wasn't sort of seen as a kind of a higher noble thing necessarily. And now, when you put it in the context of like, no, I'm doing it for these reasons, either mental health or longevity, I think it's an easier conversation for more people to participate in because um, it's it is more inclusive, right? I, I'd say probably a hundred percent of people want to live longer or close to it, right? Um, it's certainly a bigger market than the 20% of people who are into working out already. Um, so, but it's, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're strange animals, right. As humans. And we need to be told things in a certain way for it to land. And I, and I, and I see that happening in the diagnostic element and the, and the technologies around there is, is helping that, right. Because it's, it's not guessing anymore. Yeah. And that longevity conversation, I think, at least from what I've seen, there's been some newer, interesting research around kind of building muscle mass as a kind of um, avenue for health span, avenue for longevity. Um, and I think the other part of the conversation that's really interesting is if you look back in like 1990s, 2000s for women, the if you're going to exercise, you're going to do cardio. Uh, and now there's a new conversation around actually like let's add resistance training into this. Um, and there's more research around it. So in terms of the um, the demographic that you guys go after, uh, what does that look like? like? Who are the best people um, for your product? The best use case for for our customers is is someone who, um, well, I say the demographic profile of them is going to be uh, you know thirty five to fifty five, um, both genders, uh, more affluent, probably have a family, probably married, um, and that's because you're you know you. You had household formation. You got married. You know you had you had a child. Um, so you've probably left the city and you you've created your time for space. And there's less things or fewer things near you. 
and you have more space at home and the use case for at home increases both from efficiency efficiency perspective from time but also there's now more than one person in the home using it so middle-aged affluent people in suburbs right and 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 middle age i i probably have a bigger uh range you know my um my 73 year old mom is is now a convert to weight training and and personal training um and it you know it is that sarcopenia right it is the hey this is good for both neurological um, aspects, but also stability and strength. And, and really, you know, you, you want to be able to pick up your grandkid. You want to do these things and live longer. Strength is the answer. And it was interesting when I, she resisted for a while and, you know, we have the device installed at her house and she's using it. Um, after a handful of sessions with her trainer, she goes, I really like her. Um, and it was, it was clearly the personal relationship. She enjoyed doing it. Um, and that was not something if you said, why, you know, do you like, this exercise, you do want to do this, or it's it, it, adding a human element, adding a relationship in there can really make the difference for someone that may or may not do it. Um, so I think that's important. Um, but th- yeah, I'd say those are the, those are the best customers. If you're living in a city and want to, and young and want to go out and meet people and there's, you know, great places like gyms and, and boutique fitness or, uh, you know, all around that's, you're probably going to do that. Um, but once your life kind of changes and you don't have the flexibility as much, um, you know, the idea of making a class at a specific time for me, you know, it, with my schedule is, is laughable. I'd say, um, I need to have my own control over my schedule. Uh, I, I don't have time to get in the car. I need, I want it at home. I prefer that. Um, but I also don't want to be on my own. And so that's really where you know, I, I work out with my coach live sometimes, but also asynchronously. Like he, he will program the device for me. I have the guidance, but I do it when it fits in. So, um, like that that profile, both you know, I kind of had my own personal experience. But uh, you know, as we think about our customers, that's that's who is the best fit uh, for what we offer. Are you tired of guesswork when it comes to your health? Look no further. Routine is here to simplify your wellness journey and help you unlock your best health. With Routine's convenient at-home lab tests and customized nutrient solutions, you can fast-track your health goals and understand your body like never before. No more one-size-fits-all approaches. Routine tailors science-backed plans and custom nutrient solutions to your unique needs, providing personalized nutrients, insights, and guidance. From smart multivitamins based on your lab test results to targeted supplements and personalized improvement plans for stress management, Routine has you covered. Experienced unmatched results that you can track and feel, allowing you to achieve your full health potential with Routine. Visit routine.co to start your personalized path to ultimate well-being. Say goodbye to the hassle of generic solutions and take control of your health today. And that group of people also, as you mentioned, you said you almost have a two-year, almost two-year-old daughter. Um, I have two kids, uh, young, founder. It's this group of really busy people (laughs) where um, there's more stressors. You all of a sudden really have to focus on your physical and mental health um, because you're not feeling as well. Plus, everything is kind of chaotic. Uh, And so it makes sense to to have that. Like, how do you save 30 minutes by not uh, not making driving to a gym or, or driving to a workout class? Um, and, and so that kind of demographic, I think, um, is growing, but also is a complete mind shift when you think about moving from city to family to home to how much time you actually have and what your time, who, who owns your time really. Um, and then on that, on that note, as you think about your own health, 
obviously you have your form at home, you're working out, you have your coach. What else are you doing? How are you thinking about kind of overall health? Um, you, you know, you, you sort of realize that, that um, especially when you're in, the, in this industry, the building blocks that matter, right? First of all, it's sleep. If you don't get sleep, it doesn't really make a difference. Everything else falls apart. Um, you know, diet's super important from uh, both h- how you feel as as um, as well as weight control, um, and then and then exercise. You know, I'm I'm a big proponent of weight training. Uh, I had done it as a I played lo- you know lots of sports as a, as a as a student or kid, and um, weight training had a role in that. Uh, and I kind of then went down a whole path of, of yoga or Pilates or, you know, uh, marathons, things, things along those lines. So kind of once I got out of team sports and I came back to weight training in my thirties again, and, um, I looked at a new light and I, and I, I really got hooked on it again and, and all, you know, certainly encouraged by all the research that's come out, um, around whether it's the, the dampener for your metabolic health or kind of kind of longer term, but I, I realized that that um, you know the, the 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 strength, the muscle, all that stuff, none of these are making me feel good, um, and it, and it is a great uh, reliever for stress and anxiety. Um, but it, it, I'm resilient, you know, and and um, I I I had a really stressful job before I became a founder as well, um, and I realized that discipline of working out and kind of having a, a regular routine allowed me to, to, to shoulder it, right. And to deal with it and to process it. Um, and without it, you know, I probably, will, you know, I, I, I can't imagine going through all of the stresses of, of starting a business, especially a hardware business during COVID um, without having that outlet, right. Kind of, and, and resiliency that I developed from having a regular workout routine. So um, it, it does become mental, right. Either, your the 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 short-term or immediate anxiety aspect to um to better sleep to just knowing that you're going to get through it and, it and it's kind of everything's gonna be fine so all of it's really important i mean, I, um i uh i got some advice from from a, one of my advisors during a very stressful time period and he basically said look walk twenty five thousand steps a day take every meeting walking or talking because you're going to be so stressed and, and, and have so much anxiety about the next period, you're not going to sleep. That's going to screw you. And so you just need to exhaust yourself so much that you're like, your mind can't keep you awake. Um, and it, it was totally true. Right. And, and the days when I didn't get the activity and I sort of lay at night, you know, or waking up or in the middle of the night and, and then everything kind of the wheels come off at that point. So, um, they're connected, right. Body and mind. And, and it's really important to, to, to take care of it. And what is your weekly or kind of daily routine? How do you think about um, between walking, cardio, resistance training? What's your uh, what's your go to? Walking and, and resistance training. I mean, I, I I try to lift weights three or four times a week, forty minutes. You know, pr- pretty pretty quick. Um, uh, I do that at home, and then I try to walk as much as I can. Um, uh, you know, last few years I've been in Los Angeles. Um, you know, the weather's good. It's easy to go outside. I try to take my calls and especially, you know, in the afternoon, East coast is sort of winding down. There's not a lot going on. Um, you know, I listen to books. I talk on the phone. Um, I try to get out as much as possible. So it's, uh, I, I started walking during COVID, right. When there wasn't much else to do. Um, and I love it. It's, it's, you know, I feel like an old person now, you know, <laughs> thinking about, 
about walking, but it, um, I think I've, I've decided that wherever I live in the world, it, one of the requirements is the weather is nice enough that I can get outside a lot. Um, you know, it just, it makes such a difference in quality of life. Um, so it's, uh, I'm a big fan. Definitely. And I think walking, walking is good wherever you do it. I recently got a walking treadmill desk, one of the walking pads that folds up makes made a huge difference in my kind of daily life. Uh, but walking outside is better. Uh, so the, if you can live somewhere where you can walk outside, LA is a place uh, that exists that you can kind of do that more often. Uh, it, it definitely helps with both the physical and the mental aspect uh, of working out. Uh, outside of the outside of exercise, how do you think about your nutrition um, and how do you manage stress overall? Um, I drink heavily. No, I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, exercise is helpful. Um, I. Look, you you know what it's like to 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 be a parent. Um, when you see a baby and a kid, like it 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 definitely puts you in a different mindset. Um, so you know, I'm fortunate to work from home, and I see my daughter a lot. Um, and I I think about my relationship with with you know my father. He went to you know he left in the morning. He started his own business. He left in the morning, came home late at night, and and kind of it's just different versus I see her five six seven times a day. You know, um, uh, so that's that's very helpful. It's pretty grounding. Um other things matter less when you know when you when you see that uh from a nutrition perspective you know i'm i grew up in northern california um in a in a sort of a foodie type household i've been conditioned to basically eat the mediterranean diet right it's lots of fish it's chicken it's olive oil um i don't think i ever had steak and potatoes at home uh you know so when i when i read like this is the best diet you have it just what I grew up with, right? It's it's nuts. It's other things. It's not a lot of refined stuff. So I was fortunate to be conditioned that way, and that's what I enjoy eating. Um, I like to cook uh, as well, but in general, it, it's it, it's what you would read in a book, right? Kind of you know, lean proteins, um, vegetables, uh, no refined stuff, um, and uh, you know, dairy. Uh, so um, I'm. I think you can train yourself to like like things like that, right? And 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 once it once you do start to like it, it becomes easier. Um, so I, I tend to eat pretty healthily. I do I do drink still. Um, though I, I have open questions about. It. I grew up in Napa. You know, my my family's in the wine business, so it's something that's that I've that I've had around my whole life. And and there's just some really good things about that in industry. But at the end of the day, you know, I think all the research is pretty clear. Alcohol in general is not good for you, and so it's something that. I've considered the post-alcohol world uh, um, and whether I'm going to end up in it or not. But yeah, that tends to be what it is. I think a lot of founders that I talk to in and around health and just people kind of that are becoming parents or busier, they're they're questioning their relationship with alcohol or kind of how much they're drinking when they're drinking and and how they think about it. Um, But I'm similar. I haven't totally given it up, but I've definitely decreased significantly. I can tell a difference on the days that I even have like a glass of wine. Um, but there is a social aspect. There is a kind of human interaction aspect of it that needs to be considered, especially in a world where where people are working from home, you're seeing less people to where how is like life part of part of your um, concept um, if it's something where you have a, a good relationship with alcohol in the first place. Um, in terms of kind of uh, the diet piece, Mediterranean. It's great that you were raised on that. I think a lot of people 
um, are going more towards that, but maybe struggle if they weren't kind of race in that area. Um, is supplementation something that you do um, on a daily, weekly basis, whether it's proteins or you're thinking about vitamins and minerals? How do you approach um, that piece of nutrition? Um, I'm a participant in in supplementation. Uh, I'm I agnostic's not the right word. I'm I'm curious, or like I'm still um, I do it. I believe it. I spend money on it. Um, I'm not. Uh, you know, I I also read all the other stuff that says you know it, you you may or may not need it. Um, I'd say. I definitely take magnesium every evening, um, and, and I notice a difference uh, from from a sleep quality perspective. Um, I occasionally do protein. I, I I get enough from my kind of my normal diet, and I, I sort of don't have times when I'm, I'm I really have an extra meal, um, but I'll, I'll I'll occasionally do that. Um, uh, and I've I've I'd say experimented with either you know, daily vitamin type stuff or greens or or things along those lines. Um, uh, started to drink electrolytes a lot more now. Um, uh, I don't know these things go in phases that, you know, you sort of run out and then, and, um, you know, magnesium is probably the one I've, or zinc magnesium mix, like the one that probably like was immediate, like, oh, when I don't do it, it, it's not as good when I do do it, it is good. Um, and you know, I'm not a doctor. Um, so I kind of, I get influenced by what I see on Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in learning more and, and kind of understanding it more. Um, and obviously having kind of more diagnostics around it, but I'd say I'm supportive and I'm, I, and I believe it and I'm a participant, but I couldn't kind of preach on it really other than, you know, I, I I'm, I'm going to give you like eat the balanced diet, lift weights and sleep <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I know those to be true. Uh, or I believe those to be true. The other ones I'm, I'm, I think so. And it makes sense. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't kind of fi- figured out the right answer. You're still in the, the I, guess I also, and check. There haven't been anything. Oh. I was tra- yeah, Go guess ahead. and check. Um, I haven't had anything to uh, um, been you know fortunately pretty healthy my whole life. I haven't had a condition or something. I, I am not allergic to anything. I haven't gone through uh, elimination diet. Like I, it's everything kind of is, you know. It I think is it, it works and and hasn't hasn't been in something to to really push me to to get more precise on it. I'd say. Um, I also know candidly, like if I really wanted to feel better, like probably the number one thing would be to stop drinking. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I try not to be a, a hypocrite or, you know, as well, um, or about it and sort of, um, I know that if I sleep more, don't drink and work out more, everything else just works. And so it feels a little, um, wishful thinking, uh, on the other pieces. Yeah. I mean, it's a personalized approach to what works for, for you and your body and, and what you need it to, which is really where I think health is going. Um, so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, as you think about um, kind of the future, the at-home fitness industry has obviously changed a lot between COVID now or before COVID, COVID then now. Um, what do you see coming? What do you think kind of the future of, of your industry or the future of overall health looks like? The The good thing is, even with the channel shifts of gyms close everyone at home and then hey i can't wait to get out of the house um overall uh activities increased um you know i think the the benefit of covid and and it has that people are thinking more about longevity thinking more about exercise um you know obviously generation generationally there's different attitudes younger people tend to be more into it and so 
I think we have a good long-term trend full stop and, and I think it's great that people are doing more things and I'm, and I'm, um, I'm sort of, I'm, we're a bit agnostic whether it's at home or, or, um, out in the world. Cause I think it's, it's not all or nothing. I do both. Um, I know people do. That's one of the great things about personal training and coaching, especially if it's, if it's, you know, virtual is it can follow you around. Um, I think the, for us and for me, the at home element is it's the most convenient hands down. And, and some people are optimized for experience and say, I really enjoy X or Y and I'll, I'll, I'll invest the time to do that. Um, but the number one variable to, to a fitness outcome is consistency. And the moment you remove as much friction and it's at home, it just becomes easier. And so that's why it works for me. Um, but you have a mixture, right? And I think, how do you, how do you get away from sort of the, the religious type views, you know, and it's in, in diets, it happens a lot, right? You have to eat this way or this way. I think the personalized approach is, as you just referenced is the important one and it becomes mix and match. And so I think at home is great because this equipment with, with, with technology is more engaging and it's not just sort of sitting there until people use it more. Um, but hopefully that helps them go out and do other things in their life as well. You know, whether it's a gym or, or hiking or, you know, out with their families. Um, so not the, I'd say not the, the the simplest answer to to it. I think it's just in general that you know everything is growing in the industry, whether whether it's at home or out in the world, um, and so that's that's a good place to be. And are there any innovations, whether it's in and around kind of ne- next gen home fitness or just in the broader health industry that you're seeing or that you'd be really excited to see over the next three to five years? I mean, you know, getting getting me out of my guess and check world, right? It's uh, I think. Um, all of these, the, just feel you know a CGM right. That's new. That's very new. You know, continuous glucose monitor. We weren't able to do that. Um, yeah, at a cost-effective level. Um, what handful of years ago or something along those lines. I, you know. Yeah. Um, other molecules and bigger molecules like that. That's in the pipeline. I think that's coming from some of the people I talked to, and that's kind of exciting. And just getting, uh, you know. Uh, be able to peek into the black box that are our bodies um and most of you know it's very very challenging to 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 do research on humans you know given um how long it takes and everything and and the the human model is very different than primate or 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 you know rice or mice or you know rat so um i think that visibility that diagnostic all that's the most exciting part yeah, maybe it makes us, you know, uh, you know, kind of crazy, right? Sort of too much information. Um, uh, but I think that's that's probably the, the most exciting part for me. Yeah, I mean, humans are complex creatures, and so it, the the traditional clinical trial model is hard, um, which makes the individualized approach where you have access to your own data and you can kind of test and check uh, in a take control, have your feedback loops to get clearer on what works for you, both how you feel and what's going on in your body. Um, allows for more innovation across the board, uh, which I think is really exciting. Uh, well, Trent, it was great to have you. I'm so excited to, to have this conversation. Uh, last question is just how can people find out more about Forum, more about you, uh, if they want to learn more? Uh, so we have a website, uh, www.formlife.com. Um, also, Instagram handle, this is Form Life. Um, uh, you know, I think working with a coach is the most transformative thing that someone can do. And there's it's easy to uh, 
to delay it, right, or defer it or not feel there's a reason. But I think just get started and see, see, you know, what you can achieve. Well, thanks so much for being here. And thanks to all our listeners for tuning in for another episode of the Precision Health Pod. Madden and Mitchell Media.